Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diana. Here at the Glow Up Effect, we're diving deep into mindset shifts, inspiration, and daily actions to help you thrive in your everyday. Let's get down to business and let's claim your glow up, girl. Welcome to another episode of the Glow Up Effect podcast. Today, I'm hanging out with Emma Blair. Say hi, Emma. Hi. (laughs) So me and Emma connected on Instagram, and we're here really to share her story today as a entrepreneur and all about her business that she decided to start at a really young age. Um, Me and Emma connected, and I was like, wait, you did what? Like, (laughs) you're like beyond wise, beyond your years. So she's really going to dive into her story today, you know, and really hope to encourage one of you guys listeners out there to do the same. So without further ado, Emma, go ahead and tell us about yourself. Who are you and what do you do? Hi, my name is Emma Blair. I'm 19 years old and I'm an entrepreneur in the Boston area. I own Cakes by Emma and I currently make custom cakes, cupcakes, and cake jars for events. Awesome. And guys, I follow her on Instagram. Everything is mouthwatering delicious. (laughs) can't wait to try some of your treats but I really wanted to ask you you know what got you into baking and what pushed you the extra step to make it a whole business because everyone's like yeah you know like I'm an amateur baker or I do it for fun or like I'll do it for my friends baby showers or whatever like what gave you that that desire to want to take it to the next level Right. So I actually attended Minuteman um, Technical High School. So I went to a vocational high school. And Mm -hmm. before I entered, you know, culinary arts and baking, the major there, I always knew that I wanted to do it. In middle school, I was always like baking with my mom. And like throughout my childhood, you know, I grew up in a family where everyone was cooking all the time. So um, I always loved it. And it was always a passion of mine. But Really, I grew up with all hardworking people. My dad's an entrepreneur. He started his business at 17 years old. Crazy, right? Like, yeah, um, wow. Yeah, so um, he does commercial HVAC. Um, so it's heating, ventilation, air conditioning. So he does that and he's been running it for 35 plus years. So, you know, just watching people in my family, my mother, my father, you know, everyone in my family just work hard every day that's really something that stuck with me. And also I have to say, like, I experienced a lot of like discouragement, I guess, like, Mm -hmm. um, throughout high school and middle school, I was bullied a lot. Um, and I just, it caused me to have a lot of self doubt about myself. And one day, honestly, I just literally woke up. Like, I, I know it sounds like really easier said than done, but like, I literally just woke up and I was like, this has to end. Like these people and their opinions, they don't matter. Um, these people and what they think I am and like, you know, them just having negative comments about me, you know, the negativity, it has to stop. And I think I really just took my power back in my life and I used, you know, their negativity and their, you know, rude comments and all types of stuff like that to really push me you know, it really pushed me to fuel the fire. (laughs) Right. And like, I really just reclaimed my power in my life and it caused me to have a lot of courage and bravery to just get out there and do whatever I want to do. And yeah. So love that. I I actually have a question about naysayers in the future, but I want to rewind real quick. Um, 
when we were catching up earlier this week and, and booking our podcast call, you mentioned that you didn't want to work out of your, your kitchen. You wanted to have a workspace and you know, yes. you did everything according to the book. You went and got your business registered. So can you walk us through that experience and what it was like, you yeah. know, making everything and I'm using air quotes here, like legit, <laughs> yeah. you, did, you didn't skip any of the legitimacies in, in creating your business. So tell us a little bit about that. Right. So I, um, basically worked at Brugger's Bagels for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, while so you're I was a bagel in- expert. <laughs> yeah. So I was a bagel expert in high school. Um, I really, that was my first job and I saved up a lot of money. Um, and I just, cause it was just like kind of saving for a car or, you know, just some stuff like that I wanted. And then before I graduated high school, I was like, I'm going to start my own business with the money I just saved. So, um, I really didn't want to have a kitchen out of my house because it's small. It really wasn't convenient for me. Um, I don't, I didn't really feel comfortable with that being my, like my house being my business address, you know, like I didn't really want people coming to my personal space. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really just wanted it to be professional. So, Basically, I got my business registered in Acton, Massachusetts, um, and I ran my kitchen, like I ran my um, bakery, so to speak, out of a shared kitchen space called Orange Door Kitchen. Mm. And all you it's really like have a WeWork for kitchens. Yeah, it's basically a kitchen for startup food industry companies, and it's super affordable. And it's just it it's honestly been amazing working with. Uh, Chris and Meredith, uh, they both run it. They're so amazing. Um, and I actually was there before COVID hit. And yeah. then now I'm actually using my kitchen for the time being. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to do everything legit. I think, mm-hmm. you know, getting the certifications and getting the insurance and, you know, all that types of stuff to make it legitimate. I think it is so worth it. And, you know, you can tell people, Hey, I have my certification. You know, if they ask you like, Hey, are you legitimate to do, you know, to make things and everything. And like, if they have a genuine concern, you can be like, Hey, I have this certification. I have this certification just so, you know, like you can be professional about it. And I think that's the most important thing for me. Yeah. I love that. And I love that it was just top of your list. Like it was non-negotiable for you. But back to the naysayer. So, right. You said a lot of people were just like springing so much negativity onto you. So did in terms of you starting in at such a young age, did people ever tell you that you were so young? Like, why would, why would you do that? Don't you have other things to worry about? You know, like all the criticisms that come with, you know, being fresh out of high school. Right. Um, And what has helped you ignore them? Yeah. So I think people have a lot of stigma like in their head about young people, like not working as hard or, you know, like being lazy or like always on their phone, you know? And I think that it definitely is something that it's definitely annoying (laughs) to hear. Um, But I think the best thing that you can really do is prove them wrong. And same with, people in high school and people in middle school and just people throughout life. You know, I think we all have people that doubt us and we all have people that say negative stuff to us. So I think the best thing that you can do is really show them that whatever they're saying about you and whatever they, you know, think about you or their perception is, 
you can actually really live out whatever you say. I think doing is better than telling. Um, yeah. You know, you really have to show them the hard work. You have to show them that they're wrong, basically. Um, and I, that's really what motivated me. Like the negativity was, you know, it was either something that's going to bring me down or it's going to build me up. Like I'm either going to let these people, whatever they say about me, I'm either going to prove them right or I'm going to prove them wrong at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then at the end of the day, age is just a number, you know? Exactly. So at, when you really think about it, you're just like, you still have the skill set, you still have the drive, you still have the desire to go and like register your whole business, you know? So like you said, just block it out. And at the beginning, you're really just laying down the foundation of your business. So it's like has right. so much more growth potential. And then one day they're going to be like, oh, shoot look at little old me. Right. And yeah. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people said to me like, Oh, like, why aren't you going to college? Like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And I think, you know what, like as long as what I really realized and what I am continuing to realize is that as long as you are proud of yourself and like you love what you're doing and you know that like, you like yourself and like you love yourself like no one can ever say anything to you that's mm -hmm. negative like no one can influence that as long as you know like that you're doing the right thing then I think that whatever people say you just you're like okay that doesn't matter to me because I know that I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of the work the hard work that I'm putting in every day. And, you know, as long as you can look at yourself in the mirror and just be proud of that person that you're looking back at, I think that's just so important. Yeah. And I'm sure people think, because, you know, like baked goods are everywhere. Like people think like, oh, it's a saturated market. And I'm using air quotes here again. Right. You know, it's like you could walk into anywhere hypothetically and locate baked goods. So like, how do you feel about that in terms of like building up your clientele? Like what has that been like? I think, you know, I used to really look at a lot of, um, my competition, mm -hmm. like on Instagram or I'd see people, you know, you can see people everywhere doing the same thing as you and really compare yourself. But I think it's best to really have tunnel vision in terms of like your product, your quality, your thing that you're doing instead of looking at everyone else and looking at this bakery and that bakery, because honestly, like you know, you might not think that it affects you and the way that, you know, it, it affects your, what you're doing, but it really does affect you subconsciously, like looking at what other people are doing, because then you're like, oh shit, like I'm not doing enough or like this, this person has a better product than I do. But you know what? Like if you're so focused on what you're doing and you have tunnel vision about your product and you're making sure that it, you know, it's delivered on time, the quality is there everything is where it needs to be, then I think that, I mean, really anyone can walk into a bakery, but it's not my product. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? As long as I know that my product is, is the best to me, then, you know, then all the, the money will come, you know? Yeah. And you have your own like personal flair and your personality and your products. And then you think about it, like when you have satisfied clients and customers, like they're always going to keep coming back. Exactly. Um, so that's how kind of like that bond starts getting built up too. Right. Oh, 
someone's texting me. Don't text me right now. Okay. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you, are there any specific experiences that you had encountered um, outside of, you know, the challenge of like COVID and stuff that has made it feel really challenging and being a young entrepreneur? Yes. Um, so I actually have two jobs on top of my business. So the schedules really do interfere with my business. Um, so that's a challenge because you really do need money behind a startup. You can't just, yeah. you know, start from nothing and you really need to continue your product, so to speak. I mean, mm -hmm. you need money behind that. And so that's why I have two jobs on top of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the, the schedules, it's very challenging to, you know, work around that. But I think it is definitely easier said. <laughs> um, it is, it's definitely more exciting moments than challenging moments okay. for my business. Um, mm -hmm. I think it is very hard work. And if you're not willing to put in a hundred percent of yourself and your, you know, your fun, you know, your alone time into it, you're not willing to sacrifice that, then it really isn't the thing for you. I do not go out like at all. Like okay. I mean, <laughs> and I go out when I do go out, I really like the people that I'm spending time with. Like I really, it just shows that I really value them because I'm taking time out of my life, like mm. my busy schedule to really spend time with them. Um, but I think that if you're not willing to sacrifice your fun time and you're, you know, going out to the club and <laughs> you know what I mean? Going out to parties, which is great. Like, you know, it's fun and it's great. But if you want to, if you want to, you know, retire at 40, this is kind of my advice. Like you can take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. And when you think about when you're in, like you kept saying like tunnel vision, when you're like very focused on your hustle, like fun is not an objective. Like that is, that right. is not in the plan. Fun right. will come it's, after. It's not, you know, it's not a responsibility that I have. That's, that's something for later. You know, mm. when, when I have time for fun, then I will participate in it. But most time is devoted to myself and my hustle. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the way that I feel like it's when you're young, like you have all the energy in the world to go out and do, you know, as opposed to when you're 40 or 50, the energy it kind of, it, as you get older, it kind of wears away, unfortunately, like, because you're getting older. And I think that people really need to take advantage of when they're young rather than use it for fun, use it for their self and mm -hmm. use it to really make their life, you know, make their dreams come true, really. Yeah. I mean, I can relate to that in terms of, for me, it's always finding time for my hustle. And right. my sister said to me one time, she's like, girl, you can sleep later. You can sleep later. Like if this requires you to stay up later and wake up earlier to do things, edit or whatever it is, then you got to get it done because right. sleep you can sleep later when you're older and when things are established and when things are are on a roll so that really stood out to me in terms of you know for you it's fun and for me i don't skimp out on fun but <laughs> right but i skimp out on sleep very often when i try exactly. and i try and i try to keep it a healthy balance as well 
But I wanted to ask you, have there been any particular experiences where you realize like, wow, like my story has a lot of, my story and my knowledge has ability to inspire others? Yeah, I think honestly, every day, like every time that I have an order and I deliver it and, you know, where the person picks it up or whatever the case may be, the customer gets it and they are happy and their event is complete and they, you know, really it's just the reaction that I get Mm. from people. It's so, it makes my job and like really makes my career so worthwhile and that is worth more than money. Like that is worth more than they paid (laughs) for the cake and for the cupcakes and the cake jars. Like just them being happy and them being satisfied. And then, you know, they have a taste of it and they're like, this is the best cake that I've ever had. Or like, this Mm -hmm. is the best thing, you know, cake that I've ever had or cake jar I've ever had. And then they tell all these other people and I just think that that is so worthwhile to me and that really makes me feel so motivated and makes me feel like I'm really successful, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, you know, most of the times when you're like creating cakes or, or catering these events, like there's memories that go alongside these events. Right. So it's like you're contributing to that. So it's like kind of adds to like the heart effect. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, everyone remembers their wedding cake, mm-hmm. you know, like, I just love that I'm part of people's like life's moments for people. I just think that's so amazing. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you being, um, you know, so early stages of building your business. Um, how has it been like charging what you're worth and charging for your labor, especially girl got two jobs, you have two jobs. And then here you are, (laughs) you know, make your own business thrive. How has it been, you know, charging what you're worth, um, and for your skill set? Cause I think that a lot of people could, um, use some advice or just love to hear more about um, your experience? Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely very hard. I mm-hmm. think that whenever a customer comes to me for a cake order, like, because I do, all my stuff is all custom. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really up to the customer what they want. I always ask them what their budget is in terms mm-hmm. of that. And um, I think with each individual customer, I think we really work together. I think it's really a teamwork effort. Um, I don't really have a specific, you know, price for Mm -hmm. every single thing. I think it's really just um, up to, you know, what they really want on the cake. You know, the, obviously, you know, the food cost goes into it, you know, the labor, the delivery, (laughs) all that type of stuff. I think that all adds into it, but I think it's really a teamwork effort, um, with me and the customer and you know it it definitely it's definitely difficult it's definitely difficult because you don't want to like charge too little because then you're selling yourself short but you don't want to charge too much because you know there's like a happy medium Mm -hmm. uh, with since everything's so custom it's hard to say like you know this is this price this is this price but yeah I definitely try to work with customers about that yeah. And I like that you lead with like, okay, well, what's your budget? Cause then you can kind of like work like right. reverse with them um, and try to nurture that relationship because I have a lot of friends who have businesses and, you know, they get DMS all day long, like, Hey, right. how much for this? How much for that? How much for this? And then they give, they take all this time out of their day to write them a write up like, Hey, like I charge for this. This is my price for this for X, Y, Z. And then it's just ghosted. 
<laughs> you know? I know. I know. And, and I do deposits on every order. Um, so it's half of what the, what the quoted price is for. So yeah. doing that really ensures that just in case, you know, they do cancel or something happens, you know, in their situation or my situation, I have an income out of that just mm-hmm. in case, you know, yeah. it, it's really like a little insurance sure. policy. <laughs> yeah. And, and you don't want to, you don't want to be left with, you know, let's say something crazy happens and you don't want to be left. I just made this cake that cost me, you know, a hundred to a two, like $200 to make. And now I can't, I don't have a profit off that. I think that's important to really ensure that it holds the order and it makes sure that you are safe. It's really a safety net. Yeah. I love that. Um, I wanted to kind of switch gears. Like aside from baking, what other skills have you been able to work on while running your business? You know, cause you're a one woman show, so you're doing the baking, <laughs> you're doing the marketing, you're doing, what yeah. is it? QuickBooks? What, like, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, there are so many skills. Um, a lot of marketing, a lot of finance, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, like having a budget plan, a marketing plan, just planning your expenses, planning really everything. I mean, my planner is my best friend, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and my calendar is my best friend. Like I'm always, I'm always working on stuff. You know, you never really, you're never really one day you just wake up and you're, you're the best at this, this and that you never really are successful. I mean, Mm -hmm. not to be pessimistic, but you know, you never like wake up one day and you're like, well, it's over. I stopped working for everything. Like you always have to keep working. And I think if you really have the mindset, like I am not going to be successful, you know, I'm going to be content with mm-hmm. the hard work that I've put in and I'm going to be happy. That's the goal. Success is really every day. Mm-hmm. You know, do I feel successful at the end of the day? Like, did I get this job done? Did, was the customer satisfied? Was, you know, did these little moments in my life make me happy? I think that's really success. I don't think success is like what everyone thinks it is. Like I work hard for 40 years and then I get to stop and, you know, you never really stop trying and working for things in your life. Mm-hmm. So true. I love that. Um, I wanted to ask you if you could go back to day one of starting your business, what would be one thing you would change? I think definitely, um, being more focused on it. I think I, so I started it right before I graduated high school and you know, that's a big change in your life. Graduating high school is a big change. You know, you're really transitioning into adulthood and Mm -hmm. you know, I went through a breakup like at that time and I was just all over the place (laughs) um, mentally and emotionally. So I think that if I was a little bit more focused and you know, more tunnel vision, then I think I would have gotten a lot more done, but you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, you're always learning. So yeah, it was a part of the experience. Right. Right. I want to ask you real quick, how has been, um, marketing like on social media for you? Like, um, like that's how we met. So I wanted to ask you kind of your experience, you know, putting your work out there, you know, client testimonials and stuff like that. Like what has, um, marketing yourself on social media been like? It's definitely, um, you know, I'm so grateful for it because it's so like my dad talks about it all the time. Like back when he started his business, you know, it was hard to market yourself Mm -hmm. and you just had to pretty much rely on word of mouth. 
but now I'm doing a lot of promotions on Instagram, a lot of giveaways, um, really collaborating with a lot of people, influencers on social media mm -hmm. to really promote my product. And, you know, I think that's really what it's all about. I think it's all about really networking in social media. Like, yeah, oh, this sure. person, you know, they love posting pictures of food. I'm going to hit up and see if they want to post my picture, you know, or I'm going to hit them up and give them, you know, some free samples or, you know, um, whenever my customer gets a cake for me, cupcakes, cake jars, whatever, I always say, you know, I text them later on and I'm like, Hey, you know, I love if you could post a review for me, they post the review and I put it on my website. I put it on my Google, you know, it's, it's all of that kind of intertwined. You know, mm. you can't really just go one route. You have to take, yeah. you know, many different routes um, through social media. Yeah. Like a, a spinning wheel of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the bases covered. Right. I want to ask you to wrap up. What is your glow tip you have for the listeners today? I actually have quite a few, honestly. Lay them um, on me. <laughs> <laughs> never, ever, ever stop working. Mm. And even if you think you're successful and even if you think, you know, you don't have to try it anymore, the moment that you stop trying, you fail. That's mm. number one. Um, number two, if you love it, go out and do it, girl. Yes. Like for real, go out and do it. Don't let anyone tell you different. Um, I don't care who is telling you and what they're saying. Like if you feel it in your soul that you are meant to do something, because we all feel that, like mm -hmm. we all feel that energy at some point in our lives, you really should do it. And um, my dad always says this, and I truly, truly, truly live by it. It is the harder you work, the luckier you get. I and <laughs> I just think that, that is, you know, kind of the way that I live my life, <laughs> to mm -hmm. be honest, you know, um, and the last one to wrap it up <laughs> is if it doesn't bring you income or inspiration or drive, then it's not worth your time mm -hmm. and it's not worth it to be in your life. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. I love it. Yeah. I love you came with the, the basket filled with. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And where can the listeners find you online? Cakesbyemma.co is my website mm -hmm. and my Instagram is cakesby.emma. Awesome. Well, guys, go check out Emma. Check out all her treats if you're in Mass area. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Like this was, yeah. it, it went by so fast and it just felt so natural. We're like right. total gal pals right now. <laughs> Um, I had to bribe my child with video games and cell phones to stay quiet during this, but <laughs> it was killer. Um, and yeah, I, I think me and Emma eventually are going to do like a little giveaway at some point. So oh yes, we fun. are. If you want some cakes and goods and I don't know, I'll, I'll sprinkle some glow up effect merch in there or something. We'll see. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the glow up effect podcast. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you love this episode please share with your friends and family and tell them to check out the glow up effect lastly if you don't already please check me out on instagram at the glow up effect 